You're listening to Have Kids, They Said. It will be fun, they said. Or so we thought. <laughs> I'm Danielle Rivenbark, and with me is my co-host and wonderful husband, Jerry. I'm Jerry Rivenbark, and I have so much fun alongside my amazing wife being parents to Gardner, who was three, Katie Jane, who was almost two, and Steele, who was three months. You're growing so fast. Uh, sometimes not fast enough. <laughs> All right, this week we're talking about being husband and wife before mom and dad. Remember yes. those times? Uh, it's all a big blur. Yeah. <laughs> those remember, times from way back when, long yes, ago. Yes, just being able to pick up and go whenever you want. <laughs> Not have to ask anybody else where their shoes are. No. I mean, you asked me. <laughs> That's uh, right. Where are your shoes? Yeah. Are you getting ready? Are you getting ready? Yeah, I mean... We're so, leaving in five minutes. So, so nothing has changed for me. Actually, you know, I think <laughs> I, if anything, I should get, a, you know, credit for preparing you for children, in a sense. You know. Are you saying you're welcome? <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, I think you wouldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you. You're welcome. Mostly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, compared to parenting, being husband and wife is pretty easy, right? I mean, unless you've let the diapers and the spit up overtake you. Yeah. But today we're talking about how to keep your marriage alive when you feel consumed by your roles as mom and dad. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm in a rat race and the last thing on my mind is date night. I mean, date night? What's that? This is our date night now. Like I said, it's basically basically gone the way of the dodo at this point. <laughs> it's extinct. Yeah. Yes, I mean, there's no, there's no like anything date night wise. It's literally like more expensive for like getting someone to watch the kids at night than it is actually to go on a date. That's true. Oh, I heard this new thing. Speaking of date night, I think it's called Movie Pass. Mm -hmm. It's nine ninety five a month. You can see one movie every day. Like where? Anywhere. In the theater. Really? Yeah. How does that help us? I don't know. It doesn't. But I thought yeah. you would like it. I thought this was to help buff. parents I'm that sorry. don't get to do date night. Right. Oh, no. I love the idea. <laughs> like, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> it's I would, a subscription. And I don't know if it's in our city. One movie a month or movie? One movie per day. Oh, yeah. I would kill it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you think couples make it, uh, make time to keep their marriage alive when their carpet probably has a permanent path where they walked in a circle with a fussy baby all hours of the night. They're not seeing movies very much. No, I did that a couple nights ago, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think basically it comes down to just remembering, you know, why you fell in love in the first place. Um, I don't know. There's, there's an amazing reason you decide to start a family. You're like, this person's so awesome that mm -hmm. you started a family with them. I mean, you got to get back to that. I guess reconnect to that. And just hold on to it um, because that's all you got sometimes when the kids are driving you crazy and you look at that person and you just want to like scream. But you remember like you've got to harken back to those times and hopefully you've you, built a good enough foundation. Yes, yes. Yeah. Hopefully mm -hmm. you decide to start a family with someone that actually absolutely drives you crazy because if that's the case, you're going to have a bad time. To quote South <laughs> it's going to be tough. Yes. To quote right. South Park, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> So, you know, that, that's that's what I say. Um, hopefully you have a very happy, loving ma uh, marriage together or relationship with each other. Then decide to have children. Hopefully, Agreed. Yeah. Hopefully so. And I think sometimes it requires scheduling. I mean, sometimes you have to just decide we are doing it. 
regardless, regardless of what is going on in life, we are going on date night. Put it on the calendar and hold yourselves to it. Whether that's dinner, date night, sex, I mean, whatever. Just put it on the schedule. Put a big circle around it. Yeah, I, you know, the whole sex thing. Um, <laughs> that's funny. It's like I saw a thing on Facebook that said, uh, at this point, foreplay is turning off the baby monitor. But re- for real. Uh, <laughs> so in a sense, that is true. Uh, it's like, what do you want for Mother's Day? What do you want your family to do for you? Laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like, you know, you can't be as spontaneous as you once were. You know, it definitely has a limited place. True. Especially when you have multiple kids. But um, I don't know. And, and at such young ages. Um, but I think like you can still flirt, like you can flirt touching each other, like not, you know, like groping, but like a pat on the butt or something like that, or just a big hug or a kiss on the head or something like that. It doesn't have to be like explicit in front of your children, but it's just something to say, Hey, look, I still find you attractive. I like that stuff. And I care about you. Yeah. And sometimes the hug is the best. Yeah. Uh, I mean, most nights I, I feel all touched out. I mean, I, the kids have climbed all over me. The baby spit up on me. I'm nursing. So he's attached to me from the time I get home from work until the time I go to bed. And then in the middle of the night, not to mention keeping me up all night. So sometimes I feel like I just high five you on my way to the bedroom where I probably collapse into a deep sleep. And honestly, in this season of life, I can totally see how couples can drift apart. Especially first-time parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't know what's about to happen. Yeah, I mean... It's craziness. You, you know, you just don't know how things will go back to normal-ish right. kind of things. Um, yeah, I mean, still is a terrible sleeper. Um, and we don't know. You know, they're that young. You don't know what's keeping them up necessarily. We have... Well, you can guess a lot. It's a fun guessing game. It is. A, we play that guessing game yeah. a lot. And, um, <laughs> but, you know, still not sleeping. It, but I know things will get better because Gardner was a terrible sleeper. True. And still to this day is. Yeah. And someone um, I was listening to on another podcast said that sometimes you have to just go into this mindset of this is a season of sacrifice. I believe what the Bible says, this too shall pass. Yes. That's what you have to live by. And, and God will never put more on you than you can handle. You if, can he, handle. if he did it, he'll never do more to me than he did to Job. So I'm okay. Um, that's how I live my life. But Job was not sleep deprived. Uh, he didn't fairness. sleep. He had boils. It's hard yeah. to sleep with all them things on him. But, <laughs> sleep I mean, deprivation is a real torture tactic, I must yeah. say. But I mean, but I do but, get your point. But it, it, will, get, it will get better um, and with everything and how you know it affects the family, how it affects the mom, mm-hmm. especially and the dad, anybody. Uh, so you just got to remember it will get better and there will be that intimacy and just remember that it's going to, it's still there and you've got to keep taking advantage when you can. And some things that we do to take advantage of when we can is to have dinner together as yes. a family. And it's not every night. Um, and sometimes our kids have had dinner by the time we get home, which actually is kind of nice because then it's just the two of us sitting at the table catching up on our day. Um, and obviously our kids don't have any highs and lows of their day to report quite yet um, <laughs> because, well, Gardner will say things like... He plays with blocks. He plays with blocks. And Miss Rachel said, ooh, Gardner. That's, that. that's his new thing. Ooh, um, Gardner. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, since the kids are not telling us all about their day, it, it really is a good time for us to kind of get connected and say, how was your day? And 
And something new that you recommended is that we call each other on our commutes because we both have a fairly substantial commute and that it's what else are we doing but driving? Why not catch up on our day? Yeah, I mean, you're commuting to work. I'm just, I drive for a living. So, you know, but we're in the vehicle. The point is that we have time and, you know, um, if you listeners do live around here, uh, you know, Raleigh traffic is Raleigh traffic. A pain. So, um, yes. And so I'll sometimes be sitting and it's nice, you know, it's it's a way to us to keep up with each other because it is very hard when we're at the house. You know, it's, it's really like hot potato with steel. True. And, you know, then Garner. the rat race. Yeah, Garner and Katie Jane with this. And I mean, we haven't even got the activities yet. So True. I think texting is another good way too. Um, I, I like the flirtatious texting I get at work every once in a while. Um, you're really good at that. I'm not really good at that. But you really are. I always appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, unless a new Rihanna album comes out. Oh, yeah, that's true. I feel like, but good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. You know, I had I have been slack. I used to, when we were dating a uh, long distance, every morning I'd have a text for you when that you woke was up. That's nice. Yeah, but we also, you know... We're just dating, so you now no, I got you now. So <laughs> there's no point. No, no, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, and also you're up way before me now. True. I used to, whereas I, I used to be up way before you. I would like for you to get up way before yeah. me again. Yeah, see, I used to suffer too, so you just don't. <laughs> I have to stay up crazy late. Yeah, that's true. Stay up crazy late and then get up crazy early. Yeah, you should try and get up crazy early again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did my time for like ten months. Anyways, <laughs> no, but I have a slack about it, but it's, it, you know, it's one of those things you do tend to take for granted when you're like in this race, this just craziness. Um, and, and sometimes and, things yeah. get tense. And marriage, but marriage can be easy though. I want to get yeah, the, yeah. like the marriage part is not always difficult. It's realizing it's, it's um, excluding the two. Mm-hmm. I think too many parents co-mingle. Mm-hmm. The two, and uh, you got to see yourself as husband and wife, and see yourself as mom and dad. I think that's the really important thing because marriage can be easy. It's just keeping that status quo is difficult. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, like I said, sometimes things can get tense. So yeah. I mean, something I think is really important in any relationship really is to be able to say you're sorry. Um, sometimes you have to apologize. I mean, I know I've blown up about. Uh, many things um but if i'm completely wrong i feel the need to apologize and on the other side you know forgiving your spouse is important um and you've definitely said that it's you know harder to fight someone when they won't fight back (laughs) so i try not to fight back but sometimes i can't help it um but attempting to keep calm sort of in the face of exhaustion is really important and especially when you have kids as young as ours yeah i mean you don't if you get so frustrated you don't you don't want the children to see it necessarily or hear it um but i think at the same time like you also when your partner blows up at you don't you don't have to necessarily be so defensive sometimes you gotta realize where is it coming from mm-hmm. like where's the real, real root of it is it something that happened at work is it something you know um and instead of just being defensive and thinking it's all about you necessarily, just say, hey, look, you know, where's this coming from? Mm-hmm. And taking a step back, um, because I did, I was in a marriage where it was arguments were the way we almost started, like talk the to each other. The way you did communicate, right? Yeah, Right. Sure. So it is difficult. And saying you're sorry is difficult when you feel like you're right. But it is, you kind of realize what's, what is the end goal? We're not at war. 
Right. You know, so what is that end goal? I mean, I don't, it's not healthy. I mean, it's healthy to say what you've got to say. It's just how you say it. Absolutely. So it's not, it's, it is important to air your, it's time for air your grievances. Air your grievances. Air your grievances, but at the Festivus same. Festivus for the rest of us. I know, it's a Festivus <laughs> miracle. But, uh, you know, but do air your grievances, but just understand, like, if the person that you love is blowing up at you, find out what the real root of that, especially if it's out of character. For sure. And getting on the same page is yes. really helpful. Yes. Uh, yeah. But definitely don't try to accomplish that at 2 a.m., you know, like after the 2 a.m. feeding. And then you're mad that you're the only one up at the 2 a.m. feeding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Um, But, I mean, I do think, you know, in the early years especially, everybody's got new responsibilities. And the division of labor, I mean, just trying to figure out who's doing what. You know, having your first child just kind of monkey wrenches everything that you knew and so just trying to figure out who's doing what where where the other one is going and you know figuring out what's happening next is just so important to make sure that everybody is on the same page well we're on our third child danielle so why do you still expect me to get up? <laughs> Say, having said that. <laughs> but you know what I have said? I've said this a number of times. The same thing has happened with each child, right? We had Gardner and it took us like a year to get into a groove mm-hmm. of like having a child. Then we got pregnant with the next child. And then we had that next child. And then it took us a year again to kind of like get into a groove. I don't think it's like a, not, who's doing what. Maybe not, not as long. She but, was so easy. Yeah, but I was like, tired. But I'm saying, but her, but she would sleep longer. True. Like she spoiled us again. Dang it! Because we were really prepared. We were. And so I don't even remember ever going in there to burp her. Yeah, she was a good baby. Yes. And but like I mean Gardner, we would spend hours. Yeah, that's true. And I think, but you know, now I mean even but even still, there were still things of like you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you just can't just one person have. Remember the when you used to tell me that I can't possibly make dinner with two kids running around? Yeah. And now it's not even a thing. You're like, yeah, just do it. You just figure out a way to do it. I'm like, I did it, and you're like, I'm not you. And then you well, figured out no, a way to do it. But it's also that was Blue Apron. Well, fair. and that it was took a, a little while. lot of prep. But I mean, in anything, you're like. It's but I mean, really if Blue Apron hard. wants to sponsor this show, I love Blue Apron. It's fantastic. <laughs> but it was, a, you know, and they did provide everything for you. But True. it was a lot of prep, and so and Garner required a lot of attention. True. And so, I mean, you're sitting there trying to mince, you know, do all these different things. It gets intensive. You it know. does. It does. I give but it delicious to you. food. It was good. <laughs> uh, and then some other things I think you can do is. As hard as it is to get date night, uh, if you can't get date night, at least get out individually and with it, yeah, yeah, yeah by yourself. Um, whether that's going out with friends or you know going to a concert or to the movies or just out to dinner with friends, um, both individually and if you can find a sitter as a couple. Uh, having hobbies may seem like the last thing on the list. Like it's absolutely impossible, but I mean, everybody needs something they can call their own, whether you're a stay at home mom or a working mom, everybody needs something that they can share with other people. And so mm-hmm. once a month I used to go, um, to a women's Bible study and that was something I really enjoyed. And I did that solo, you know, we tried to get out, um, probably once every other month, I would say by ourselves. Um, but even this like podcast, I feel like is a nice hobby to, you know, 
that we can call something we can call yeah, our yeah, own. Yeah. You know, like even though it is like topic of parenting, it is still just us doing it. Yeah, and um, you know, I think that is a difficult thing getting away mm-hmm. with the kid without the kids. Um, I'm going to a concert this weekend. And uh, it's with a friend of mine and just going away. And then in a couple of weeks, you're going to a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of weeks after that, I'm going to the bachelor party. Right. So, and it is like just us getting away. And, and but the thing is, it's like, it, what the most interesting thing I find getting away is like, I'm super excited about getting away. But like literally within a day, I'm like, I miss my children. I miss Can't my wait wife. to come home. Cannot wait to come home. And it's the craziest, most fast backwards. <laughs> thing ever because you're just like oh my god i need so i so so need a break um and but then you're like get away and you're like i miss them i mean it was like that in portland. we, we right. went to portland in we uh, november of last year and well i say all that but you were like i'm good right now yeah i was, yeah, that oh, was hilarious. I needed a break it was hilarious <laughs> I i'm like needed it. Man, i miss him you're like i'm good actually yeah i'm like I was yeah, good but then him. when it was time to come home i was ready. yeah by the last, by the next the day before we were coming home you were like can we take earlier flights can yeah you? i was just trying yeah so i was trying yeah. hard uh and also you know try and do something different and mm-hmm. i'm really bad at this i am terrible at trying new things I am, you've nailed it. I am so competitive. I want to be good at whatever I'm doing. <laughs> if I, and therefore I cannot, have, I'm the fun sucker. Yeah. I and suck uh, the fun out of the new things and, and you, I need to be uh, better. And you literally made the comment to me, was it oh, two weeks ago? I'm too tired to be competitive. I was like, you don't tire that I don't out turn of it you. off. Yeah. yeah. There's no, are, it, it doesn't go right. away. It, it, it is a part of you. It is innate and it's just, it's never going away. You're a competitor and you know, that's not always a bad thing. It's just, I think when I think of like going back to the other question too and, and tying it in, trying new things with hobbies, I think of like the guy who makes fly, fly fishing lures. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tedious. Yeah, it takes but it's time. But it's like you're in your zone. But you cannot do that with three children running around. No, I mean, I tried to do a like, craft one day and you were giving me the eye of like, what are you doing? Pick, is this the yeah. time to do this right now? Yeah, and I was pick like, your hobby, Pick your hobbies accordingly, <laughs> no matter what it is. And be mindful that you're, you know, parent, you're a parent first when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like your time is your time and pick your you just can't pick hobbies that are so labor intensive, I guess. Right. You know, and that also means when you're picking to try new things. Got to be strategic. Yes. Do not be so labor intensive that it, you know, because your kids do not care. No. <laughs> they they want they want to use the hot glue gun. Yes, they want mommy. They Even want though they can do not understand the hot glue gun. <laughs> I loved. I, I play video games. I play. Um, you know, nightly when you're in your sleep, whatever, or you know, every other night, and or I watch a show that I'm really into. And, but I do it when everybody's asleep. Yeah. You know, and that's how they shoot. I'd love to play sometimes earlier, but I'll, I'm daddy first mm-hmm. and husband and make sure everybody's tucked in and then I'll play. Yeah. But uh, it'll get easier. But you pay before you play. You have to pay before you play. That's right. Uh, so as the kids get older, I would recommend to empower them to do things for themselves. Uh, what, I mentioned chores, setting and cleaning the table, doing laundry, vacuuming their room. Right now, for us, parenting with three kids under four is basically putting out fires and cleaning up messes. Um, Not literal fires, but you know what I mean. So I am very much looking forward to the days where I can't, uh, the kids can do some of these things that I don't Mm -hmm. have to follow up behind them, that I can trust them for more than 
two minutes at a time. I mean, our motto in this house right now is trust no one. Yeah. Trust no one. You leave them alone for five minutes and they wind up in the bathroom with the toilet paper soaked in wads and they've like thrown it at the wall. I feel like I walk into a crime scene. Every day. Yeah. Every day. I mean, (laughs) but the thing is too, it's like Gardner is cleaning up the table. Mm-hmm. And he loves the vacuum. Now he loves to just throw dog food on the floor so he can use the vacuum. But he loves it. Right. He but makes he, the mess. You know, yes. Yeah. But I mean, right. but he still like you know he does. I mean, he he loves to help us cook mm-hmm. eggs, he does. and he yeah. does move the laundry. And KJ takes an interest in it too. Three is the best. Yeah, and uh, so you know he is taking. He's becoming, and I, I noticed that when I went to church with uh by myself with the three of them. Um, getting Gardner to help me with Kenny Jane. Mm-hmm. He was so helpful. Like, even though he really wasn't doing as much as he thought he was, I made him feel included yes. and gave him like, you know, hobby like, chores to do or whatever, or like directives. And he was just so attentive. Mm-hmm. And that was so helpful. You know, when you don't have so many hands. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I wanted, if I could grow a third hand, mm-hmm. sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up for a third hand. So the kids will get older, empower them to do things for themselves, and they'll become much more independent. And then we can get back to the date nights and getting a sitter will not be as hard, but no. getting a sitter for young kids. Yeah, the babies are hard. It's tough. It's it's not like that Gardner's not hard. It's not that sitter. we don't have, you know, people that would would do it. We do. Um, it's just a matter of finding, you know, it's it's our trust in yeah. them too. Because it is very intensive. To yeah. have three kids. The younger, yeah, I mean, like Gardner, if it was just Gardner by himself, I'd have no problem. He, right. He's easy at this point as far as that goes. It's when you're, like, even Katie Jane's getting easier. True. But you got a baby. Yeah. yeah. The baby, baby is everything. All right. Well, if you have some tips for us uh, to share about how to keep your marriage alive, your relationship all sorts of exciting, even with the children. You can always email us at have kids they said podcast at gmail.com. Please email. We like emails we like a lot. Emails. Yes. We'll read your email on the air. That'll be so uh, fun. <laughs> it depends. If it's interesting, we'll read it, but just send it, just, you know, entertain myself. Uh, I'm just messing. All right. So now we're doing parenting picks. Do you yes. want to go first? I mean, if you, yeah. Go ahead. Are you ready this week? I am ready. Oh, Actually, fantastic. I, I saw this and I thought it was great. So <laughs> if anyone, for the ones that are listening to this, and hopefully everyone here has kids that are in car seats, there is nothing worse than when you're cleaning that vehicle out and then really like really cleaning it and you pull that seat away and you just see. Oh, a disaster. I mean, it is. How be- long has this been here? It is equivalent of an archaeological <laughs> dig. I mean, it is amazing. So I saw this thing today called uh, by a company called There You Go. And it is a like mess-free way to for your kids to eat on the go. Um, not quite for babies, but toddlers. toddlers going older. And it goes around their neck. Not harmful. It, like a bib. Yep, like a bib. And it you have to hangs- describe it. They can't see yes, it. Yes, and it goes around their neck kind of like a bib. And um, hangs there, and it's like a silicone almost base. And they got a little fork and a spoon, like a spork, and they can eat their food, and it doesn't get all over their clothes. Okay, so so let me help you here. So it's like a it's a silicone bib, but you know they make those bibs that catch everything. Well, these are actual containers, three little a container with two dividers. So there's three little spots right. where you can put your three snacks. 
uh, that the child can literally eat out of the bottom of the bib. Yep. And it's 100% waterproof, free of BPA and PVC, and it's microwavable and dishwashable. Now, that's not to say that they won't take out the snack and have a food fight because, you know, ours have known to take out and throw oh, things this on is, the ground. Yes, this is not 100% guaranteed. Now, I don't understand that, but it definitely is a step in the right direction. I do like it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, especially if you're like, when you get your kids, when you're starting to get to the point, like when you were younger. It's like their own little tray around yeah. their neck. And you're That's like, what it looks like. Yeah, and it doesn't look like it's a choking But what thing. is it called? It's a dare you go, dare, D-A-R-E, dash you, dash go. Okay. Yeah, the company is called Dare You Go. And like I said, check it out. They got different colors and all that stuff. And uh, it's really interesting. So there you go. Great. Dare you go. Dare you go. Yeah, I see, see it. Haha, <laughs> father jokes. Got it. Yeah. Dad I love jokes. good dad jokes. We could have a whole episode on dad jokes. So, and I, I did want to, I got that from a um, Facebook page called Fatherly. I recommend any parent will go to that. But if dads, it really is a great thing. They have a ton of like ideas and different things for Fatherly dads. Fatherly is good. Yep. Okay. My pick this week is the Baby Bjorn. Oh, your favorite. I love the Baby Bjorn. So I'm actually kind of upset because we had a legit Baby Bjorn, and I don't know where it went. I By the time you said the third kid, you don't know where anything is. Yeah. I blame you. I call it the Carlos after the hangover. The Carlos after the hangover, right. So whether it's a Baby Bjorn or something else, because I had to get a replacement Baby Bjorn, but I was not paying $70 because it is kind of expensive. But... Well worth it. I do miss the really good Baby Bjorn. But instead, I bought like the $30 one. I had a gift card for Toys R Us, which is going out of business. So please Sad. go raid their stores for their good deals. Um, but anyway, I have another wearable baby carrier. Oh, gosh, it's everything. When I take, it is literally the only way I can take all three kids out. Yeah. Using the wearable Baby Bjorn because Steel just sits right there. He is small enough. He hangs out. And we have a double stroller. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other two are actually pretty compliant. I use the wagon sometimes. But in any case, I recommend the Baby Bjorn. It's hands-free. And I use it around the house sometimes because Steel gets a little fussy and just wants to like be close. And it's a lifesaver. So that's my recommendation. My parenting pick this week. I like it. Thanks. I mean, it really is helpful. It is. And they also have cool things for guys, too, like... You know, if you're like, oh, I don't know about it. They have Mission Critical has a really cool military mm. style one. It's got a backpack and a baby Yeah, carrier. this new one I bought is a front wearing and a back wearing one as well. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for this episode of Have Kids, They Said. <laughs> I just, oh my gosh, I'm thinking about that. It is, ugh. It is rough. What's rough? Having kids. Oh yeah, it but can it's be. it's the best thing you'll ever do. But it is it is difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thanks for listening. If you have any questions that you want us to tackle, please email us at have kids they said podcast at gmail.com or better yet send us a voice memo if you like what you hear tell us we're an apple podcast and stitcher we'd love for you to rate and review us and don't forget to tell your friends and family there you go there you go (laughs) (laughs) see you guys